I mean, it's a terrible, terrible decision. Shaq dunk the ball like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Yo, Kenny and Shaq are the greatest. Oh, by the way, I started recording. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was random. Oh, that was so random. What are you talking about? We just lead in. It's one, two, three. All right, we're back with the 94.5 podcast. Hey. That was still somehow the Live from Bedside podcast, which was... I don't see why you keep talking about mistakes. Like, I feel like it, it already happened. It's in the past. So, let's just... I just want to clear up the end of the last podcast. I just want to put it out there that we have nothing against women from New England. In fact, women from New England are some of the best women. Some of the most... I'm sorry, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Some of the most high-quality women. Why? Some of the most sincere women. No, they're not. I just wanted to put that out there. I mean, you could say that. I just want to get that out the way. <laughs> yeah, maybe for, maybe for you. <laughs> I just want to get that out the way. If you're a Boston Red Sox or a New England Patriots fan, go fuck off. <laughs> it's worse if you're both. <laughs> Especially if you used to be a Yankee fan. You know what? Look what you did. You started off. Hi, everybody. Thank you for the 945 podcast. My name's Chris, and this is... I don't know what the fuck that was. I have no idea what. It's probably a water. No, it wasn't. Oh, well then. Okay. Try to put that on me. <laughs> don't put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that bad juju on me. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, it's Chris and Steve. We back. Oh, yeah. You know how we do, live from the village hitting the concrete. There we go. And uh, today, we're right, we right back on our countdown list. We're here with the top all-time 15 all-time power forwards. All-time 15, 15 all-time. Forwards of power, powers of forwards. I don't know where you were going with that one. <laughs> like I, 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 was, I, was, I was waiting on you to get to wherever you had to get, but I wasn't sure. And guess what? I don't smoke. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He does. Trust me. I've offered. I've offered. He took those dare commercials to heart when he was a kid. Just say no. I don't know why. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> anyway, you know how this goes. We're going to talk about our bottom 15. So then I'll go 5. Steve will go 5. Then we'll go 6 through 10. I'll go, then Steve will go, and then for the top five, we usually go one by one until we hit our consensus number one overall, in which I don't think it's a question this week either. Are you? Are we going to do honorable mentions first, though? How, what we going honorable to mentions will just pop up as they go along. Okay. If we feel like someone could have been slotted into a different spot or something else like that. Uh, right. Wait, so uh, just before anything else like that. Is your top Duncan? So this way we can get the number one way. Of course way. my top is Duncan. Okay, so there we go. So our number ones match up once again. If your top is not Duncan, I don't know really what to say. I mean, there is some personal bias here, but, you know. Personal bias? There's personal bias here. I mean, you could have people rated different places for different things. I'm going to be honest with you. If you don't got Tim Duncan rated as your top power forward, I'm gonna assume you either heavily smoking crack or you just don't watch basketball. First of all, I'm fat, so there's no crack being smoked. Over there. <laughs> there are no fat crackheads, and as long as I'm fat, 
You'd be surprised. I, I said what I said. I haven't seen a fat crackhead. I have, unfortunately. I've seen them do hula hoops in the middle of the street. <laughs> no one hula hoops that much. It stays stays fat, okay? It's just not possible. Your body's doing too much all the time for you to stay fat. You, said, you took it back to the crackhead hula hoop dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, uh, my bottom 15, so it's going to be uh, Sean Kemp, Rashid Wallace, I have Chris Bosh, I have Chris Weber, and I have Bob Pettit. Well, mine's a little bit different. Okay. So, my bottom 15. At 15, I have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Really? Mr. Coming to America himself. Really? You already know. He only had like two seasons. MVP. Two seasons? MVP. It's two seasons. MVP. Okay, and what else? Incredible basketball player. All of them on this list are everybody that we've talked about in any top fifteen of all time is an incredible basketball player. Giannis has a chance to be as good. Okay, so if his career was done today and he never played again, still going to the hall. No, I'm asking you. Does does he actually make your top fifteen overall? Not. If he took that on, loss on, to on, Team USA so list, bad. On my list, I don't really care that much about international play. But if he took that loss to Team who USA has so bad that he has not, No one who's won MVP has not been sent to the Hall of Fame. MVP. That's fine. There's a lot of MVP and players. also the fact that. that on, on our top 15, a la Derrick Rose, he didn't make our top 15. What I'm saying is today. If Giannis never played another game... Giannis is more talented than Derrick Rose. No, what I'm saying is... No, he's today, not. No, oh, yes, he is. Okay. I'm <laughs> oh, I'm about to say. I'm about to say. Oh, d- debate time. Peak, peak Derrick Rose versus... Well, we haven't seen what peak Giannis And is that's yet. why he's 15. That's my point. No. My he's an MVP is, and he's of, not in his you prime. You said of all time. And so he's an MVP, my not in his prime. My question is, is that... Based upon his numbers, purely on today, and let's say he never plays another game of basketball, he's your 15th greatest power forward of all time? Not based on numbers, but based on everything else, on potential. But you've had to have put something on the floor in order to get here. He's an honorable mention. He, he has put he, something on the floor. He it's called an MVP. I feel, I feel like you're holding on to this point for no reason because it doesn't hold weight. MVP doesn't matter? Hold on, hold on, hold on. One and MVP. Hold on, hold on. Prior to, he's not even in his prime. So okay. one or two years before entering your prime, you're the MVP of the league. You could have you, said the same thing about Derrick Rose. I mean, once again, if Derrick Rose's career had ended right after the MVP, you would have said he had a fantastic career. There's there like, a lot of potential there, but where does it go? Because if I you say, like, let's say two years, his career I feel turns like the, out just like I feel like the D-Rose. talent pool is deeper in point guard position than it is power forward. I, That's just how I feel. This, this is how I feel with talent-wise. I feel like in terms of talent, their talent and skill, without the numbers, there's a bigger gap between D-Rose and who we would put in the top three, Magic and Steph, then there is talent and skill without the numbers. Then there is Giannis and Tim Duncan. Just talent and skills. Like, numbers, yeah. When we look at, like, the skill sets, 
the skill sets are there, but there's a lot of players out there with fantastic skill sets that just aren't MVP Hall of Famers. Like, but uh, but that's instance, my point. Giannis Lamarcus, has already proven Marcus Aldridge is another honorable man. I got him as an honorable man, but he don't have the skill set. But what I'm saying is, is that there's a better case to say that Lamarcus Aldridge, if his career was supposed to end today, could be a top power forward of all I, time. I, I, I disagree. Okay. Because I just don't see him as a number one option on any team. He's always a number two option, and I can't. I I can never put somebody who's gonna. No, I just can't do it. Only person on this list, and everybody knows he's gonna be on this. Is Kevin McHale, but that's because he's behind Larry Bird. So that's like if he wasn't behind one of the top five greatest players of all time, he's a lead guy. Right. Lamarcus Aldridge is a number two guy who, first of all, didn't even realize he was a number two until the Blazers shipped him out and was like, "Nah, you're not. You're not better than Dame." And he felt like I think he that, was a one guy. I think that he knew should have known that from the beginning because he was the number two guy with Brandon Roy there, and then another scoring guard came in and supplanted but, him as well. But what people the say, thing that what people say that is that he thought is he was a one, but he was that, never a one. I get it, but for the purposes of this list, the reason why he's not there is a because I also put him as a small forward rather than a power forward because that's where his career initially started, and I still see him more as a. For that, for the system of Bud Budenhauser, he's playing reason, a small forward, and that's why, why I kind of fit him the in. The reason why I put him as a power forward is because another reason why I put him on this list is because he's one of the best defenders we've ever seen, and he mostly does most of his defensive work in the paint. I, he doesn't do. He doesn't. He can guard wings, but he doesn't. He does most of his defensive work in the he paint. He does. He go, He doesn't necessarily guard wings as much, just because it makes more sense for them defensively right. in order to keep him there because. There's a greater potential of him catching fouls out on the perimeter. My thing is, is just that I don't feel that there's been enough to his career just yet in order to make that assessment to say that this guy is a top 15 we're, we're just, just yet. Disagree. We will. Because but I'm, I'm going to keep honest with you. If we if I put him small forward, your boy Grant Hill is going to move down the honorable mention list. Either him or Melo. One of them coming off the list. If I slide, if I, if I slide Giannis over to small, small forward list, Either Carmelo or Grant Hill coming off the list. You see, the only thing I would have to say is is that where would you include anything extra outside of their NBA career? Because if you were going to make that assessment, I would say I would bump Melo off the list because Grant Hill is also the more accomplished college basketball player on a total different level than where Melo was at in comparison. I'd also like to let everybody know that this man's wearing a Duke shirt, so his opinion is 100% biased. Not in this case, no, because I already had Grant Hill... Rated higher than Mellow, but it you was know that. due to injury. You also got a Duke shirt on. Yeah, okay. but it was all due to injury. I just want to let everybody know. Okay, that's I just fine. Let them know. All I'm saying is that <laughs> I just didn't put Giannis on this list because I feel like he hasn't done enough. It's not like he's LeBron where he was killing it from rookie year, like he wasn't doing it. And he's now starting to come into whatever version of his prime is. But you can literally say that he's more or less... Maybe he's, one or two years. He's one eighteen foot jump shot away from being unstoppable. Literally. Now that's not even figuratively speaking. He's one eighteen foot jump shot away from being unguardable. And we're not sure if he's ever gonna get there. And you're right, but And if he never and if he never gets that, there that boy good. No, but all I'm saying is like if he never gets there and you're looking at his career. Does he still make a top fifteen if he never gets to where you think he's going to get? I the argument for James you, Harden and Clay Thompson is the fact that they're already so accomplished and their career's not over. 
the thing about Giannis is that he's not as accomplished as any other the current players that we've already said. Because which one would you take? A guy that's the number two slash three option on a multiple time winning championship team in which in which he's had some of the greatest playoff moments that we can recall in modern history or a guy that just won MVP when he was already on from last year, but basically before that, he hadn't put anything together, and he's in what, year five or six? I'm taking the guy who just won MVP. Okay. Who's seven feet tall and can guard his position on the floor. I'm just saying that... And plays both sides of the ball. All I'm saying is that, okay, well, if you're talking about Clay, he plays both sides of the ball too. What I'm saying is just that... Giannis guys want a position on both sides of the ball. What I'm saying is just that... And he would only, you would only I don't know be able to have two seasons. You might not know there. this, but MVP stands for most valuable player. I just want to let you know that. I just want to throw that out there. But I'm going to finish my top five, my bottom five. All right, go ahead. So Giannis at 15, Anthony Davis at 14, Sean Kemp at 13, Paul Gasol at 12, and Ralph Sampson at 11. Ooh, you had Ralph Sampson there? At 11, yeah. Okay. Oh. That's weird. Where's Chris Bosh on your list? Did he make it? He's honorable mentions. Really? Unfortunately, his career was cut short. So, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> That's, you know what? Ooh. This is why our podcast is so good. <laughs> oh. Oh. That boy don't like that. No, not at all. Not at all. That boy don't like that. No, not at all. I actually, I also put Rob Simpson uh, as a. Uh, I have him on my centers list. Okay, I got him as power forward because Hakeem was playing center. I know, but I still feel that that system wasn't directly derived behind your traditional power forward and your traditional center. I just felt like you had two incredibly skilled... Bigs is how you look at it. Yeah, like you had two incredibly big centers that were somewhat interchangeable within their skill set. So, yeah, Akeem would have started the five... Yeah, and Ralph would have been at the four. But you can but that's change all, him anytime you want. Right? Yeah, like that's the reason why I didn't include him on this one because I was just like I always considered him a center, and you were just playing two centers at a time when it made sense to and, crash with big men. Yeah, my brain is just that Hakeem was just a center, and I'm just locked into that. That's all. It's not really that big of a deal. Okay, all right. Uh, so who was your? You got Gasol there. Twelve, and Ralph Sampson at eleven. Oh, okay, I have Gasol at nine. So we're not that far off. We're not that far off. Do you have Chris Webber over there? Is he higher up on your list? I got Chris Webber ten. Yeah. Okay, and I have him at twelve. Okay, so we like around. So we're not. So we're actually not that far off in terms of what we're looking at and things like that. Yeah, and I got Bob Pettit at nine, even though I'm jumping ahead. I have him at eleven. His his numbers are just too crazy. Yeah, and it, it was weird because he averaged a double double for eleven seasons. You're gonna you're gonna laugh at this other one, but I kind of feel like from one of my first impressions of basketball. So this is my bottom. This is my uh, six to ten. Yeah. So it's uh, Derek Coleman. Okay. I got Paul Gasol. I got Hayes. I got Dennis Rodman, and I got McHale. I basically almost got the same. So the only like the so I got ten Chris Webber, I got nine Bob Pettit, I got eight Dennis Rodman, seven Elvin Hayes, and six Kevin McHale. So our six, seven, and eight are basically interchangeable. Six is fine. It's seven and eight that are where we swapped them out for Rodman and Hayes. Hayes, yeah, yeah. 
Which is fine out over there. I moved Paul Gasol higher up on my list than further just because, as I said before, I, I'm i judging these players based upon what I've seen. One of my first experiences watching basketball, I remember, was seeing Derek Coleman and as skilled as he was. I do believe this is more of a homer pick because his numbers, in my opinion, don't stack up enough in order to be yeah. on this list. His skill set, he had a great skill set, but the numbers just don't stack right, up. Right, and I'll fully admit that 100%. That's a pure bias pick, and I definitely could have picked or put someone else in there, which is totally fine. Um, another person who I feel, I think this is a good place to mention him. I had a hard time where I was going to place Robert Ory. Well, I don't have him on the list. I have him as an honorable mention, and his name kept popping up for me. I don't only because he just never started, and he never was even a second option on a team. I'm not, it's not even just that. Traditionally speaking, another thing that I thought about was just overall. Just impact? Just his impact on the game, that when you're looking at some of the greatest plays of all time or some of the greatest teams oh, yeah, of all time, he's, yeah, he's there. he always managed to be on one of those teams. And I kind of feel like, yeah, you might not have had the same longevity in terms of career, but for... It's, a, it's an interesting thing because I saw an interview with Reggie Miller and he was talking about him talking to Robert Ory and you know, Reggie Miller's just like, I always wanted your career, and Robert Ory's like, I always wanted your career. And it's just like a strange thing because obviously someone like Reggie Miller has all the numbers accolades, he's off top 50 all-time greatest player, no ring. Ne- but you've also never, never got won the ring. And Robert Ory has five rings, well, more, right? No, seven? I think he has seven. Yeah, he has yeah, seven, seven rings. rings. I'm out. He has seven rings, but he's no one ever talks about him in that same vein. Like, Which is the reason why I brought him up, because I feel like, regardless of what, for you to have won with all those teams, even if you wanted to discount... And he played discount, a role. It's not even like he right, played a role. Like yeah. He wasn't sitting on the bench, or he didn't become a punchline Brian Scalabrini, you know, playing for other teams. <laughs> what? First of all, we, we're not going to tell you the name of Brian Scalabrini. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. First of all, he played for Boston. And we know how we felt about a lovely woman from New England. And I've said what I said at the beginning of there. And <laughs> guess what? That's even more disrespectful to Brian Scalabrini because you just compared him to the women from up over there. So, ha, joke's on you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All in your face area out over there. That's where the joke is. It's all okay. on you. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of love Robert Ory. I kind of feel like if you were telling the history of the NBA... I mean, his name comes up. I just don't know where you put him on his list. And I don't think it's a, that's the reason why he's an honorable mention, but when I'm talking about kind of personal bias, especially with Derek Coleman, it only made sense for me to introduce him because it's not like he was ever going, not like he should have ever uh, crossed this list or anything else like that. Giannis, once again, is one of my honorable mentions because of his career. I don't know where it's going just yet. Because you sleep, but, you know, about five years, you're going to be... totally awake. But, I'm totally but, awake. But about five years, you're going to be top ten. Like I, okay, and guess what? In five years, I don't have a problem saying, yeah, you definitely move up into top ten. You know, some of us like to be ahead of the curve. Some of us like to be behind. You know, I mean, you know where fine. I stand, you know. I mean, that's fine. Some people, some people, you know. Hey, I was calling Antonio Brown to the Patriots for a very, very, very long time. Well, I don't really watch a lot of NFL football, but that boy tripping. That boy tripping. All I'm saying is he ended up in arguably the best situation he could have ended up in. That boy, that boy tripping. He had he has a hundred million dollars in guaranteed and nobody could tell him nothing. But we ain't gonna talk about my man uh, Ezekiel the Ewok Elliot over there. Uh uh-uh. uh. That man need to find regular shirts. <laughs> <laughs> 
cover up your damn stomach. There's okay. jealousy. There's huh? jealousy. It's pure jealousy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You're not going to get much argument out of me when we talk about these things. Like, I will openly admit when I am biased. And I will openly admit when I'm just like, you know what? F some people. It's fine. He said, he said I'm never going to work on my core that much. No. Not, no. 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 Just no. How many sit-ups that is? Dear God. <laughs> At least 500 a day. Yeah. That's, that's guess what? That's 450 more than I'm willing to do a day. So you do 50. Yeah. You're just not going to ask me to do 10 times the amount. <laughs> like that sounds like some Mamba mentality shit Hey you did 50 It was hard Tomorrow Give me 5 times the amount Okay 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 <laughs> hey, This whole hey, thing hey, This hey, whole thing puts a million dollars a year into his body Okay and guess what If I was 6'8 250 pounds With a receding hairline And I was playing in the NBA I would be fine <laughs> Oh that's sick <laughs> There was hairline under the bus This is dirty Look Okay Let's Let's do the top five. No, no, not even get to the top five. Let's address the elephant in the room. This man is somehow getting more hair as he's getting older. I don't understand. This man went from the lightest of Caesars to now a dark, dark Caesar. And it's just like, Kevin Durant can't even find somebody to brush his fucking well, hair. Well, well, see, <laughs> see, that's the most disturbing thing to me. Keep... That, that's the most I should have bring this up just because it bothered me when I heard this. So they asked KD about you know him not brushing his hair, and he's just like, well, you know, I could have had I could have had waves, or I could have had you know I wouldn't have a thirty-seven foot jump shot. Nah, fam, you can brush your hair and practice your jump shot. I'm not going for that, KD. Yeah, I got only, love for you, bro. But we ain't gonna do that. Yeah, <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're no not gonna do that, bro. I'm not even saying you had to have waves or a do rag. You can brush your hair, dog. Stop playing. <laughs> that that rubbed me the wrong way. It's like word. So, oh, you can't shoot good and have and brush your hair? No, nah, bro, you wildin'. Yeah. And KD got the hair like he didn't even put oil in it. No, that's just, that boy. Yo, that boy scalp dry. And for <laughs> someone that hates being shitted on on social media, you would think that this man would actually take the time to brush his hair. You have enough money to yeah. take care of your hair. Listen, he has enough money at this point. To he can have, pay somebody to, to brush have his a hair. cute girl be a personal hair brusher. Well, I mean, she's gonna charge a little extra. I don't care. He got the money. Look, man. I would. If I could get some dude to come out there with like six or seven brushes on a little apron type thing. He got all this sprays and all this other Yo, stuff. Yo, Ross does it. Ross had to pick his beard out live on a damn radio show. I seen that shit. And guess what? For the check that you getting, I'll do it. Mm. Hey, stay still. I'm <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, boss. Hey, 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 hey. Let me fix this area first, okay? <laughs> like, you're not going to mess this up and then try and blame it on me because you don't want to talk and you want to keep going, oh, all right? Stop it. Sidebar, everyone's my man, Hannibal Burst joke, and he was like, he wanted to do some show and they had somebody where he brushes beard for him. He's like, oh, this is nice. How do I brush my beard? <laughs> he said, oh, I didn't know they did this. Oh, that's a new level of fame. That's fame. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, oh. <laughs> he said, dude walked up, brushed his beard. He said, oh, this is different. Oh, it's different. different. It's Ooh. money, money. Oh, thank you, thank you. You know what it is? It's also that one moment where, like, the chick, like, she'll just rock them and, like, she'll just touch your beard and, like, that one way, and you're just like, I will take you right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now, it's fine. I don't care who's looking. Like, this we're, is how we're, it all is. We're going to change now. the name of this is Off the Rails podcast. That is true. We do we happen to go off, off the rails. rails. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we don't want the hair, the beards. 
Look, you were the one that made the comment when I made the comment about LeBron James' hair. Technically, it's your fault. But he does. But here's the thing: LeBron doesn't have a nice beard, though. I mean, he can't he can't put no hair on his head. So where else is it supposed to go? Well, maybe he's taking hair from his beard and putting it on his head. That seems a little. Re- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That man. doesn't sound. That doesn't sound nice. I don't even know what type of treatment that is. Like someone comes up, flex out a follicle, and then pops it in the middle of your head. <laughs> Oh my god. You run, wait, you run into Donald Trump? Here. <laughs> oh my god. This boy. <laughs> Yo. Yo. We don't want left. So let's, let's, let's talk. What's your top five? We know Dunk right. is one, so. Yeah, so number five is Garnett. This is not five for me, but okay. Okay. Uh, number four is Charles Barkley. Uh, number three is uh, Malone. Okay. Number two is Dirk, and number one is Duncan. Okay, so my five is Charles Barkley. Okay. Four is Dirk. Woo, three okay. is Carl Malone. Okay. Two is Kevin Garnett. Okay. So, for the most part, we just got them all in different spots. Okay. So I think this is more of a battle of semantics more than anything else like that. And, and style of play. and <laughs> the Technically speaking, I wanted to move Malone further down the list. The second all-time scorer in career points. I know. But also the leader in turnovers. And I feel like if you're going to count stats, then you need to take them all into account. Yeah, but when you touch the ball that much... I understand that, but for players today, for only Russell Westbrook and James Harden to have any semblance of a chance at catching you in terms of turnovers for as bad as those two are with turning over the ball, that says a lot. And yeah, there are other players on that list that are nowhere near your number. So, that are scoring. So, the whole thing about touching the ball a lot to me, it's kind of a moot point because if it was the case, then Kareem would be uh, Kareem should be higher than you then, or yeah. at least he should be number two on the list. Yeah, but Kareem is. I mean, I, okay, it's weird. Same thing for LeBron. Same thing for Jordan. Same thing for Kobe. None of these guys are close to where you are in terms of turnovers yeah, in I'll, terms of scoring. I would argue that Carl Malone played a more physical position in a more physical era and Kareem's way more of a finesse player. And also Kareem had a move that was unblockable. I mean, he get the ball, put the ball over his head, and then, you know. Even other guys that were playing in that era didn't have nearly the same assists. And they also did. points to assist ratio. And they also I mean, did, points to turnovers, sorry. They also didn't have as many touches as him either. Like, when you look at just touching the ball, if you're going to look at, like, even Olajuwon, somebody is like he ain't touching the ball that much. I mean, he's getting most touches on his team, but I understand. Stockton giving the ball to Malone damn near every time they come down the court. And I understand that. And for that, you racked up a lot of points, but you also weren't extremely careful with the ball all the time. It does look really bad. Like I'm, like I'm just saying, it's like no, when no, you're no, looking at the totality of his career. I'm thinking about that that Jordan highlight where you see him slap the ball out of Carl Malone's hand because Carl Malone's not paying attention. And that, which is, it's, it's like now that you say it, it's like it's like emblazoned in my brain. Like the one person I would be fine moving down this list because there's a questionable debate between Barkley and Malone. I personally think that Barkley didn't. If Barkley had won a ring, well, 
Or if he had just here's, here's the thing. been in shape right. more like, in his career. We were just talking about the Stephen A. Bill Simmons podcast, and they mentioned that too, and they were just like, Charles Barkley is probably the better basketball player skill-wise, but, but Malone, Malone, Malone was always in shape. And, and the thing about this, you know how much I value, and that's what I'm saying, like, like you said, semantic is what you value. You know how I value consistency and staying in shape and conditioning, and it's just like, I look at all, like, he had an issue when he was playing with the Lakers where he dropped down, his body fat was so low, his, like, they said his bones or collars were rubbing together or something like that. I just value that type of stuff. I think that, th- I think that that's a, there's a different level of care that you take on one's body and I think that he just comes from a very old school method of taking care of one's body which is just like body fat's not actually always a bad thing but then you can look at Charles Barkley and kind of go like maybe body fat in your case was a bad thing because the argument could be made if Charles Barkley was 20 to 30 pounds lighter he how much how much more dominant would he have been? He think, would have lost a little bit of strength. I think he's a different player. I think then he's a small forward. Ooh, really? Th- well, think about it. He's he's actually not taller than Michael Jordan. He's actually only six four, six five. Like they talk about it, yeah. So if he's twenty pounds lighter, he he's has to be for- a small forward. He's yeah, small forward instead of that one because he doesn't have the big body there. Yeah, anymore. he's a he's an entirely different player. But then that probably also then speaks to how talented Charles Barkley was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, honestly speaking, I wouldn't mind moving Malone down to five because I mean I can see that that there's an argument. It, it's thought, still I, it's still the turnover debate that I'm just not personally comfortable with going like hey. You you still are top I mean, in turnovers, I mean, you know. I mean, it's like so to me, it's not even that so much. I mean, Dirk skill wise is just a better player. Well, that's the reason why I had Dirk there, just because. And it was interesting where I was putting Garnett because technically speaking, there was a version of the list where I had Duncan, Dirk, and Garnett there. Right. And the reason why I kind of feel like it is, even though all three of them have won Finals MVPs. I looked at it as Garnett and Duncan clearly had the most surrounding talent around them well, when they won their championship. Right, okay. They've had the more talent around them. And I do feel that Duncan, just because of longevity and how he played, and there was actually an argument that you can make that he was a center as well, but most people kind of flip his career between those two positions. I got Garnett at two mostly because of all the work he put in when he was in Minnesota doing everything he did with like the little amount of talent he had. And there is the case that Duncan, uh, Dirk, and Garnett benefited from playing against each other. Well, yeah, because it looks really good. Yeah, like that's (laughs) – but I'm just saying like that's that's your comp. And they also played against Chris Webber, and they also played against Rasheed Wallace. Like they played against a lot. And they of also great and they also forwards. played against Carl Malone in the latter part of his prime. I because it's the latter part of his prime, and he was also it was a couple years before he left Minnesota. Before those guys, well, not Duncan as well, much, but so when Kevin KG got, was Kevin running Garnett through it, got drafted in '95. He got to play against Carl Malone in '95. That's a good. That's what, like, close to, like, what? When did they win? So it was a old... When did the Lakers lose to Detroit? 05? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm about thinking. a good That's about a good 10 years. But you got to look at it like Carl Malone and John Stockton 
went to the finals back to back years, three years after Garnett was there. Like Garnett's already a good player, and Carmelo and John Stockton are going to the finals. Well, those are also teams, and then when you look at it with that one, it's the fact that they had Marbury, and Marbury wanted to be bigger than what he was, and kind of off those decor and then what they thought that they were building so and it's also minnesota and they also traditionally had a horrible time putting teams around so i put dirk just because of everything that he's done his finals mvp is literally well, well we all those. know that i'm biased about people who will play both sides of the ball and i understand Kevin that and is by far a better defender oh of course like tim duggan and garnett are definitely probably outside of dennis rodman and Maybe Anthony Davis and Giannis are probably the two best defenders. Oh, that's another thing. Oh my God, I forgot to include Davis on here. Yeah, I got him at fourteen. I mean, Wait, that's why. So I you have Anthony Davis at fourteen, and Giannis at fifteen. Okay. I think Anthony Davis is a better player. I, I got them on this list because I assume it's wrong to assume this that they're going to be healthy. So we're just like honestly speaking, I in retrospect, I totally forgot about Anthony Davis just which because is crazy. Just because, unlike Giannis, he hasn't won an MVP. He hasn't. But he's an MVP caliber player. He's got MVP votes. Look, a lot of these guys here were MVP caliber players. Some of them have won MVP. What I'm saying is just that for him, the only other thing I will say is from a statistical standpoint, a thing really holds up. Anthony Davis holds up. I'm not sure how well he holds up. If we're if his career ended today, almost a similar thing to Giannis, where it's just like, oh, Anthony Davis has one of the greatest PERs of all time, only second or third best to Will Chamberlain for a season. But then it's also like, okay, maybe this was the maybe this was the part of your career where, you, unlike Kevin Garnett, where you're just like, I'm gonna stay because I want to be loyal to the fan base. You make the smart basketball decision, and even though one fan base might hate you, you say, hey, I still have to do this all on my own. And this is what I have to do. And I kind of, and I respect that. Him trying to dip out. But because of that, I don't think that there's just enough to his career that he didn't even pop up. In terms of talent, if we were doing a talent evaluation, then obviously he's up there and he's up there in a very, very high way where you can make the case that kind of the prototype or the body type or the game of himself is very similar to those in the top five. Yeah. And it's almost all in one package. Right. So you can make the case, like, look, if he stays look, healthy for look, however many you years just said he has left, is my whole argument for putting him and Giannis at 14 or 15. Because it's going to be take up some catastrophic for them. Even but if they both even, had. But for injuries. Anthony Davis, it's not even catastrophic. Anthony, the biggest predictor of injury is previous injury. So the fact that he's constantly someone. And I know that it's the narrative behind it. And him, this last year kind of did a lot to fuck up his narrative in that sense. Where it's just like, hey, the guy hasn't actually missed as much time as people think he has. Right. Like he's missed, like he's played 66 games. He's had a couple seasons where it's 70. But you're talking about over the course of 82 games, which is how many months? Like eight months right. that you legit only missed ten games. Right. I don't know why the narrative is that he's always injured pops up. Yeah. 
And it's just like, okay, LeBron think, James I, takes a week off. Well, I think it's the fear it, because big men tend to get injuries and they stay around nagging longer because of their body type, I guess. I guess that's the only reason. I mean, I don't right. agree with it, but I guess that's... But when you look at him from when he came into the league from where he's now, like, the man, he's a man. Like, when you see how defined and how much muscle he has on, he's 26. He's playing with point guard LeBron, which LeBron technically only qualified as a point guard for like 18 minutes of his entire career. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's gonna be. It's one of the reasons why I pour one out for Demarcus Cousins. Is Demarcus Cousins a power forward or a center in your eyes? Um, I just assume he's a center because he was a center playing with Anthony Davis. But now, unfortunately, it kind of doesn't matter because his career is over. Pouring out for the homie. He's basically going to be a big three player. So he's also gonna well. Barring that he doesn't threaten to choke out his his ex anymore. Oh, here we go. What? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> look, I'm I'm actually not completely upset with what happened. I, I look. Hey, we have a kid together, and what's your reason for my kid not being at my wedding? I don't know if you don't don't act like I don't got the money for it. I don't I don't I don't know you choked somebody out though, but. Of course I wouldn't. I would threaten it over the phone. I'm not physically going to do it. Well, I look like choking somebody out. Yeah, but you got to take into account that you're an NBA player, and even though you, you might be an idle threat or you might just be blown off steam, people are going to take it a certain way. Yeah. Especially when you're seven foot tall. I also did say it also didn't put her in any better light because it's just like once you start looking at it and you kind of go like, well, what was your reason for not having his son there at his wedding? And then the argument kind of falls apart where it's just like, so well, you really well, didn't have well jealousy yeah and it's just like oh <laughs> so you're depriving your son out of an experience because you he's feel ne- a certain type of way because you feel a certain type of way well it sucks to be you go have fun with that there's <clears throat> women so you know yeah <laughs> I bet she's from the Boston Massachusetts area too <laughs> shot fired a hand- whole fucking grenade whatever <laughs> hand down man down <laughs> so our top five is basically like you know whatever you want to put them but yeah I'll, I'll drop Carmelo down to I'm okay with moving Carmelo down to number five I mean I and then that. having a debate between the other four yeah because I do feel that while he's second in points which is extremely commendable considering the position you played in an era in which they thought that you they needed to run it through the big man Michael Jordan was kind of the I don't want to say he was a revolutionary outlier, in that sense, yeah. outlier, but everybody else was basically still trying to funnel it through the big man. So, of course, you were going to get more touches and everything else like that. You did play with another all-time great who's another top five in his position. Yeah. So, I don't know how much of that all kind of... And you still led the league, and you still are the number one, the person with the most turnovers of all time. And you played with one of the most efficient guards of all time. Yeah. I don't understand how those two correlated that way, where it's just like, pat the ball back. <laughs> like, 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 let him find somebody well, else. You know, honest, he's got the court vision for it. Well, to like, be honest, they also didn't really put an, a great a lot, team around. I mean, there were years of, that they were great teams, but. Outside of Jeff Hornacek, there was nobody who else you would be like just consistently. Who's that other guy? A lot of times in the championship run, it's those other guys that come up to help you. So you're a Shaq, yes, you're a Shaq man with with the others. It's not, a, it's not about, it's not about me and Kobe. It was about the others. 
Because the mean, others make the championship. It's the truth. I know. But we just saying. saw my man Fred Van Vliet. That's my boy. Yeah. Team Lightskin with the waves. You're, Congra- you know. Congrats on his second kid, though. That's what I'm saying. But a lot of times, like we were just talking about Robert Ory. He's on your honorable mention list for being one of the others. <clears throat> he was, Steve, he Steve Kerr, one of the others. I don't know. Steve Kerr never would have made my honorable mention list unless we'd... Unless but we're talking the about only time he makes right, I get what you're saying. Coming up in a championship, knocking yeah. down shots. You love to talk about JJ Barea. Yeah, of course, the greatest post player of all time. He shut LeBron, <laughs> he shut LeBron down. The others, man, He's Ray like, Allen. Listen, Ray Allen yeah. in his career. Yeah, which is the one thing that I have to say. It's weird because when you look at Garnett's career. When you look at time it, in Minnesota, right? And you heard you know about the conversation between him and LeBron. When LeBron was getting ready to leave Cleveland the first time, he talked to Garnett, and Garnett told him like it was a mistake for him leaving Minnesota. Like that's on record. No, 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 no. I I remember hearing stuff like that, and the yeah. fact that he's openly said I was loyal to this franchise for too long. If I'd gone somewhere else, because apparently there was a move initially for KG to end up with Kobe instead of on the Celtics, but. Uh, I yeah, forget who was the GM. I forget who was the GM at the time, but the GM was just like the GM was a former Celtic. Oh, okay. And was just like, there's no way, regardless of what package the Lakers give us, that we're giving them KG because KG and Kobe, they'd either kill each other or they'd be the best of friends. I think they'd be the best of friends. There's a, there's, there's a, there's look. I think they'd be the best of friends. Nothing would like you? my best friend. I, I would be concerned about the rest of them. The level of intensity. Smush Parker might have had a mental breakdown a lot faster than that. (laughs) (laughs) You got got KG and Kobe. That's arguably, that could have been worse than what Michael Jordan did to, um, what's his face? Steve Uh, Kerwin. No. um, Number one draft pick, Kwame Brown. Oh. How just because a young kid who's feeling himself who never had a father figure in his life, who you're pumping up, got cocky for one minute, you decided to tear him down in a way that, to me, just kind of shows how shit of a person you are. Like, the way that he tore this man down made no sense for who you are as... Who you are as Michael Jordan made no sense. I read something online recently where, like, Michael Jordan was playing against Kobe one time, and I think he was... This is Michael Jordan with the Wizards. And Jordan and Kobe was like contemplating maybe signing with Jordan. And Jordan was like, "Well, you know, you're never gonna fill my shoes." Like Jordan's a different type of dude. Jordan's a dick. He's like a different type of dude. (laughs) Which is the other reason why I look. I will bring this up again. I think it was the dumbest decision that Zion Williamson could have made to sign sign with Jordan Brand because Blake Griffin just released the 34s. What is it called? The Air Jordan 30. It's your. Okay, no, sorry. It's your sneaker, yet it says Air Jordan 34. Why would you sign with him? My issue is not even that. My issue is just that they don't make a lot of good-looking sneakers anymore. So, that's my issue. But my thing is, is why would you give up that ass? Like, I don't understand it. If you're coming in there with an already established base, Blake Griffin, who's hitting his head on the rim, dunking the ball... Zion, who statistically had one of the greatest college seasons ever of all time, 
why, with all the hype that you're coming in here, why would you sign under another man's name knowing that there's no way for you to ever break out of that shadow? They're not going to drop the Zion ones under Jordan because it's still going to have the Jumpman logo on it. I mean, but at this point, people, here's the thing. So Zion's way younger than us. I don't think that they look at it the same way we do. I think he looks at Jordan brand simply as a brand. You got to look at it like, was how? But were you was Zion born? No, but that's what he he could have been born two thousand two thousand one. But that's what I'm saying. Like he literally was not alive for Jordan's career. But what? But what I'm saying is, no, well, no. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it feels weird saying. Yeah, he was a wizard in like oh one. That was it. He wasn't. He wasn't playing. Who was playing oh two oh three? No, he was out right. I think it might have been oh two. But Zion not gonna remember that, and that's no, what I'm but saying. What, but, but that's what I'm but, saying. But like, from even from a business standpoint, no, it but, makes no but, sense. But that's what I'm saying is it's the same thing we had, and what I talked about before, and Bill Simmons talked about it, like with the Brooklyn Nets Knicks thing, where it's like there's a generation of kids who have never seen the Knicks be good. When you're like, why would Zion sign with Jordan, knowing you're not gonna be underneath that shadow? We look at it like that because we are of an age that actually have seen Michael Jordan play. He is of an age to have not actually seen Michael Jordan I play. Look, I don't think he looks at Michael Jordan as I, like. But you know what? I, but you know he what? He looks I, at it as a hundred percent brand. No, but he's had articles where he's like, one, of, his favorite shoes are the the hooping is like the number threes. Right. And I'm just like, but again, you are like you like the fact that you already associated with a retro of a player, knowing that. My thing is, is that. Maybe it's just me from a marketing standpoint. You're not maximizing your name by signing with Jordan. It's it's almost the same thing with like the Lonzo Ball I, situation I, I, where I, I felt that like yo, I was telling my boy earlier today, if Lonzo, if Lavar had not been a dumbass and had said, "Hey, Nike, I want you guys to sign my boy," but because of all the hype surrounding him. Because of everything that I've done to make him a household name, let's work on a custom Zill for him. But, but and but, Nike would have done that considering no, all the hype. That's, that's, no, that's the thing. They wouldn't have. That's the whole point. He went looking for a partnership, and they wouldn't even negotiate. That's the whole point. That's why they did it. They did, like obviously what you asked for, they're not going to give you right. But they didn't feel like Zoe was. First of all, no one as a rookie has technically had their own sneaker. LeBron was a Zoom generation. It was not called the LeBron until the two came out. Yeah. So the whole point is, he went there looking for a partnership, and they were like, no. If they're not going to give LeBron his own sneaker for his first sneaker, Zoe is not going to get that. And that's the whole point. Like, well, my thing is, is that look at what it, look at how it worked out for LeBron, though. If you go in there and you're but just But it's like, LeBron. No, but what I'm saying is it's almost a similar thing. Like, LeBron didn't get his own sneaker until the two came out, correct? Right. But with all the hype that was surrounding him, if you had come in there, you could have had a similar structured deal out over there. No, not not as no. not not to the same extent. Yeah. But they would have made either a custom colorway or something else like that for I mean, you. I mean, where they, you could have said that these are the Zoes one or something I, else like Ni- that. Nike wasn't prepared to do that. I mean, they talked about it. Nike was like basically you're getting a standard rookie contract. That's what I'm saying. Like they weren't going to do that. Do I feel like it hurt his career? Of course it did. Do I feel like both sides could have been more flexible? Of course I do, especially now with the way the league is. But at that time, Nike and Adidas was looking at him like, nigga, please. It's like three years. 
You know what I'm but saying? Like I do think I do think from that perspective the thing but that again with design, I think with the marketing, again, he's a kid. Yes, he said his favorite sneaker to ball is a Jordan three. But he doesn't look at Jordan as a player to be in the shadow. He looks at Jordan as Jordan brand. So it's an entirely different thing. I'm and that's the difference. He's never gonna look at it the way like because you keep saying like it's this man's name as a player. But my thing he is, he doesn't look but at. But my thing is, he's is that, nineteen. But my also, I think he. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't excoriate him for signing with um, with CAA. I thought he would have been a clutch. I knew that wasn't gonna happen. I was hoping that he would have been clutch because I, I feel like if clutch. he had went clutch, because I feel like if he had went clutch, he went Nike. He would have went Nike, yeah, and with that one, I think he would have been set up for the future in a total different way. What really would have been crazy is if the Lakers had gotten uh, Zion. That, they were close. The Lakers would have got Zion, first of all. There's no AD. Because there's no way I'm trading. I will trade you anything else, but you will not have... You will not get Zion. Like, I don't care. Oh, so you would have kept Zion with LeBron. Yeah. Or you would have tried to and failed. No, <coughs> I would have kept Zion with LeBron. No, you wouldn't have. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't have. I totally would So you would have traded LeBron. No, I'm not trading either one of the two then. LeBron was not going to stay if Zion was there. Yeah. So you I think you could have made that work. So no, you think that it's, LeBron... If he, James, signed, if he signed a clutch, too? So, you think LeBron could have went to Philly? If that's the case... LeBron was already signed a four-year deal with the Lakers already by No, but what I'm saying is there were talks before he signed a deal with the Lakers that he could have went to Philly and played with Ben Simmons. That's the thing. Like if, if LeBron was won a championship... As good as Zion, he's not going to championship with Zion. You don't know my boy went to Duke. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy is bugging out. Listen, man, like it, it sounds great, but LeBron is either LeBron or Zion gonna go because LeBron won the championship, and LeBron and Zion is just not there yet. What are, here's the thing about Zion: we don't even know what he is yet. He's a more athletic version of. Draymond Green. We don't know that yet. No, I'm, I'm gonna call it. He's a more athletic version of Draymond. That's Green. a cool. That's a cool prediction. I don't see him being that type of defender, but I guess we'll see. the The only thing I will say is that the the advanced metrics on his defensive numbers translate over very well to the league with certain st- key categories. The fact that he averaged almost as many blocks as Anthony Davis did against yeah against super way and more inferior talent. Uh no. This is college on both ends. Are you going to say that the year that Anthony Davis no, had, he I'm was playing about, against I'm better about, I'm talking comparing college to NBA is what I'm saying. I'm not comparing. No, no, no. But what I'm talking about is the college advanced yeah. metrics over. And there are certain metrics that translate over that predict future success far better than just your I, average stats out of there. Anthony Davis is also seven feet tall with a, like a damn near eight foot wingspan. I'm not looking at Zion like he's going to block shots like Anthony Davis in the league. I don't see it. I didn't say he's going to be exactly that. I think Anthony Davis is going to be one of those rare generational talents that the Celtics are going to be upset I, that they didn't just try and move I, Kyrie earlier just so that they can make the power play in order to get AD. Well, no, they couldn't do that because the whole thing about AD going to Boston is he wanted Kyrie to be there. So that wouldn't make any sense. He wanted somebody else to play with. I mean, as long as you didn't have to give up Tatum. But it doesn't make a difference anyways because AD's father didn't want him going to Boston. So that wasn't that's a moot point. 
I mean, I'm not sure how much the old man really has a say in that situation. I think he got a lot of say in that situation. I'm just saying. Especially because I heard the reason why he didn't want him to go to Boston is because of the way they treat Isaiah Thomas. Well, everybody kind of agrees with that. And I think the Boston Celtics, while... Danny Ainge might have shot himself in the foot with that, honestly. But for a franchise, Danny Ainge did nothing wrong. We can admit that if you're a GM and you have the opportunity to trade a somewhat broken... Well, no, a broken Isaiah Thomas for a healthy Kyrie Irving, you make... From a GM perspective, you make that trade nine out of ten times. I, I listen, most GMs do. I don't, but I'm not a Kyrie fan, so the only reason why I w- the only I like Kyrie, he went to Duke. We know that. <laughs> Devils, <laughs> Coach K. <Kim. laughs> Yo, no, <laughs> no. The only thing I'm saying is just that. There were numbers before when Isaiah Thomas was a free agent. And the thing is, is that Isaiah Thomas's numbers were extremely comparable to Kyrie Irving's number across the board. The problem is, is that Isaiah Thomas is like 5'9". To me, that's not a problem. This is my No, issue. but Kyrie is over, but this Kyrie's is over six feet, though. And is like, he has longer arms. He has far longer arms, and guess what? He gets more steals I, I, than Isaiah listen, Thomas I'm with you, I met Kyrie in real life before. Him over six feet? I can see the top of Kyrie's head. How tall are you? I'm only six one. Yeah, inch. Kyrie probably like five eleven, dog. I'm keeping it one hundred with you. Look, he's six feet with them sneakers on. Probably, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's not a diss, because he can I can see. never guard him ever in life. And guess but. what? And, guess, and here's the thing. And just because of that, and he's he one of the best finishers it. I've ever seen in my life. That actually wasn't. That actually was a question. Who is one of the best? Who is the best finisher that you've ever seen? All positions or like just guards? You're talking about? Yeah. Just guards. All. All positions. Period. Yeah. Because my because my my thing to that one was you probably immediately go um, you immediately go like a center like Shaq because I said I don't know many people that could stop Shaq from finishing and dunking at the rim. The only okay, if you want to consider that finishing at the rim, then yeah. So all positions—that's weird. I wouldn't. His, all right, so if here's, you here's make it simpler, go guard. Here's the reason why I wouldn't put Shaq. Right? Here's because Shaq at the end of a close game, like when they barely beat Sacramento, he's afraid to put the ball in the hole because he can't shoot free throws. So to me, that's a part of finishing. Finishing the play means. At the end of the game, you're not scared to get hit, and you're not going to put up a bad shot. And you can also finish with the free throws. And Shaq is not going to do that. I think he corrected some of his free throws towards the end of his career where he wasn't as shitty anymore. Yeah, it's too, I think it's too late. It was too time. late. But I can't wait for next week when we finally talk about that because I think that that's going to be a very interesting conversation. About but, but best finishers, I guess Kyrie has to be up there. Because I, for one, look at Steph Curry, and while I say... Well, finishing at the basket? Yeah, finishing at the basket. I don't know if I'll put Steph Curry up there. I would put Steph Curry there because he shoots one of the highest percentages at the rim finishing around defenders. 
Like, he almost shoots a better percentage at the rim than he does from outside. Like, Well, he should, but I, I, I would, like, finishing at the, no. I, I'm not sure yeah. if you're looking at it from a matter of putting some English on it. Because, like, if you put English on it, then obviously AI's up there. Kyrie's up there, guards like that. There. I'm talking about everything, like putting English on it, taking contact. A lot of the reason why Steph is great at finishing at the basket is because, A, he's such a good shooter that he can always hit somebody with hesitation. But I'm talking about, like, is he going to go in there, take the contact, put the ball in the hole? A lot of times he just throws up a floater, and a lot of times he gets a lot of wide-open layups, again, because he shoots so well. I kind of feel like... He, he doesn't like have this... He does hesitation, and I jump up off the couch. And I'm... <laughs> Look what you did. You just caused the cat to run away. You're all right. He's okay. He didn't have to do all that. Now it's he okay. woke up. Now he's now he not in that mode no more. He's good. Okay. As long as he doesn't, you know, make noise like he did before. He's straight. Okay, watch. <laughs> he just take his paw, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, look at that. You woke me up. Thanks, man. Now, it, it's interesting because I kind of look at the whole thing as full circle, where it's just like, because of everything that I'm allowed to do, it allows me to finish in this way. Yeah, but Kyrie, although I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan, what makes him ill to me with his handle and for his basket is... He's he got sets, so many moves. Well, no, not even that. Just even playing basketball. He's one of those guys you play against, and you know that he's going to cross the ball. You know he's not going to shoot, and you still can't stop him. That's scary. Steph Curry is different. So what, you mean like Brandon Knight, who still goes to sleep with dreams in his head? Go night night. Of his ankles going opposite directions. But that's what I'm saying. Like you see Kyrie back up and you're just like, oh, he's about to do a crossover. And you can't do anything about it. Steph is a different animal because you're just like, Oh is he gonna shoot? He he is may he shoot. Go? And yeah. all he has to do is that little hezzy you come by. Yeah, that's what relax. I, Kyrie is it and hurts your hezzy. feelings more because you're just like, Alright, I know he's gonna cross over. He's setting up for his same crossover. He's just like, Oh, I can't stop him. And I can't That's that's more embarrassing him. to me. Okay. That's more that that's more hurtful. <laughs> you know what it is? I think that we look at it differently because Kyrie is more and one mixtape. It, it, it's like it's not even. It's just that Steph is like it's like it's like it's almost unfair that Steph can shoot that good at half handle because, like you said, he can pull up from thirty and he got a crossover. So it's just like, like <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, it's like wait, 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 like Kyrie can pull up, but it's not that consistent. Steph is just like once he Steph is like oh he gets to half court he's in range. He needs a half step. Yeah, because his so, release is too so fast. So it's too. just like a lot of times when he gets to the hole and finishes with the floater, he's like wide open in the lane. And then the other part about it is because he's got Clay in the corner, it's like well, Steph has he the one guy, and now he's coming to the lane. I'm gonna dive out on Clay, or I'm gonna, it's like Look, not the even. only person who's really there that should be ashamed is uh, Chris Paul. Because not only does he get the hezzies put on him by there, he's half naked inside this body issue. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, that man needs to But Chris Paul also finished ill. And he's another one, too, like Kyrie, where you know, you definitely know he's not going to pull up. And he's still crossing people. He and Sham got it, people. And it, I, I'm just like. You know what? Actually. It's like, you know he's not pulling for a three. How you let him shoot with the hezzy? That's a quick caveat. I am so upset that he was not an honorable mention on our point cards list. Sham got it. Oh, well, he never did nothing in the league. He's, look, and mostly because of that is because we can admit that he got the Kaepernick. The what? He got blackballed. Sham God? Yeah. He was protesting the flag. No, you mean Sharif Abdul-Raouf. It's a different person. 
God Sham got to different people, dog. God Sham got, I just read it the other day. I was looking God up. God Sham got invented a. Oh. You're embarrassing us on this podcast, and I'm glad it's ending right I can now. Always cut it. God Sham <laughs> God and not Mabdul or Ahu are not the same. They are not the same person. Okay, now I gotta now I gotta go look this up. First of all, one is your complexion, the other one lighter than me. So you so far off, dog? First of all, it's not like anybody's seeing our face right now. So when you say my complexion and then you, thanks for letting the whole world know I'm a darkie. Thanks. First of all, he ain't dark. I'm dark. He like Kyrie complexion and I'm like Drake complexion. So Last name ever. First name greatest. First of all, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, so let's stop. Like a sprained ankle, boy, I ain't nothing to play with. Okay. Clearly, this man's a Drake fan. Started it, off low. <laughs> <laughs> this boy. <laughs> okay. You want your chips with dip? Yeah, I want my chips with the dip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- this is, we're wrapping this up right now. Yeah, thank you for listening to the 94.5 podcast. We'll be back next week. Hey, yo. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, we're back real quick. Had to make a little. <laughs> not to make, I don't know why you laughing. I said we were gonna do this. Like they no, not this like serious. no like no fan side on Bleacher Report had me messed up because they had they had a picture of Abdul Abdul Ra- Mahmoud Abdul Raouf and they have a picture saying that he's got sham God. <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about how he got there, so now I get my names mixed up, and now I look like Boo Boo the Fool on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know a little bit about basketball, not enough in order to claim that I'm some master expert or anything else like that. But when I do research online, I'd have liked it to be safe, okay? So, Mark Cuban, get your website intact. But right? listen, but listen, bro. I'm your bro. When I tell you, I'm not going to lie. No, I get it. No, I fully understand that. And by the way, was there anything else about our top five that you wanted to talk about in terms of players or anything else like that? Or? I mean, we never did talk about honorable mentions. If you want to get into that, I mean, I'm, what other honorable mentions were I got out there? Chris Bosh, I got uh, See, Blake I, Griffin. I, I didn't find that fair because Marcus Aldridge, Tom Chambers. You got Blake Griffin. Listen, I, I he was one of the people that I questioned why he made the All Decade team. Because here, here's the thing, in terms of impact and the fact that the Clippers were consistently, you know, well, first of all, they should have went to the finals at least once. But also, he's one of those players, whether you like it or not, at some point he's going to score 20,000 points, and that seems to be like the making the Hall of Fame thing, and he's probably going to get past that point. And so he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And he's and he's also made himself, because of his injuries, he has made himself a better shooter and a better passer. Oh, I agree. He's already he's made, a good passer. He's made himself a far better shooter. He was always a pretty decent passer. I just don't... And he can still, at this point, he can, if he chose to... I don't know when his contract's up, but he can make. He still has like another three years left on that. Well, if he can get traded, I can see him as a second or third option on championship team. Still, I think he makes. I think he makes too much for someone to want to invest in him, considering the fact that if he actually has the injury history, not like Anthony Davis. Right, but I'm just saying, if you're a team that's like, you want to get over the hump and you don't mind paying luxury tax one or two seasons, and you're like, I want to get this ring. He's you one like, of those type of players. You like Houston, right? He's one of those type of players. Yeah, I, I just I mean. don't. I just don't know what team you would plug him on that's championship caliber that you would if, say this guy's I, I, I the missing it, I, piece. I think it doesn't work out because of the contracts. But honestly, when they were talking about moving Chris Paul, I would have moved Chris Paul for Blake Griffin. 
actually, I felt that one of the things that they were going to do, they were going to move Chris Paul to Detroit. That's what I. That's what I thought. But I don't think someone's talking about. I don't think the contracts work out. No, you probably would have had to have taken on extra players from Detroit. With yeah, that's, money. I think that's that's the problem. Because I think Paul makes about forty, and Griffin makes about. And I think the contract, the contract length is also different with those. Those are it doesn't it doesn't matter about length of contract. It matters more about dollars Just per year. Dollars per year. Okay. Yeah, like it doesn't matter about the length because if the ma- if the salary caps match up for that year, that's all that matters in order to make the trade go. Well, through. I think in terms of length, I'm talking about. I think because the way you can like extend or stretch a contract and put stuff on the front and back end and I think like there's no there's no there's no move but I but I'm just saying that's beyond the point I would have tried to move Chris Paul and Blake Griffin because now you have Blake Griffin and Clint Capella <coughs> in the front I mean that's that sounds great and all and I mean it could work it's just the fact that like overall I'm just not the biggest Blake Griffin fan like I get that he's expanded his game and everything I, I, else I'm not I just the biggest Blake Griffin fan either I thought he it's like this. At one point, I thought he would have expanded his game when he was healthier, and he didn't do that. And now it's like, I don't know where... I feel like he had to do that out of necessity rather than trying to right. naturally add things to his game to just be a and better also, basketball player. And also the big factor that always bothered me is he's never led the league in rebounds or block shots. It, I mean, is, it also is for roster construction. It is hard when you have a center of that magnitude that's there that that's primarily his job yeah but there's just to catch rebounds and stuff like there's that. times where you know there are two guys on the league who are top 10 in rebounds and yeah it's kind of like they're a disappointment of a franchise <laughs> doing that fail what <laughs> was that too much you were just tall you were just like Yo, know, basically, they was a shit, so. <laughs> I mean, what'd they do? Did they really oh, improve man. that much from Doc Rivers to Vinny Del Negro? You mean from Vinny Del Negro to Doc Rivers? You said it backwards. They, they were coached by Yeah, Vinny yeah, first. you know what I mean. Okay. I mean, like, they went from Vinny Del Negro to Doc Rivers. There so might be somebody less knowledgeable. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, if you look on the court and you think that's Vinny Del Negro, then, like, yo, like, you really don't see color. If you're if you're an eleven year old Dominican kid, Doc Rivers looks pretty Dominican. In Vinny Del Negro. Okay, alright, I see I can see that. Vincent Del Negro, light skinned dude with a Caesar. If you're a Dominican kid, I mean even if you saw Doc Rivers face and you think that he looks like a Vincent Del Negro, it's like, oh his last name. Yeah. The black. <laughs> yeah. The black. <laughs> I mean we live in Brooklyn. We live like what, what we live like seven minutes from Bushwick? I'm yeah. just saying. Okay. Somebody yeah. might say, <laughs> yeah. say, "Hey, you look like Doc Rivers." No, I'm Dominico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. How many bodegas you got? Yeah, sorry. All right. I love all my Dominican women. Dominican men are cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> Dominican women are cheaters too. I don't have any recollection of that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is on his Mario Winans. He said, I don't want to know. <laughs> you know, actually, unless you're from New England, you know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, if you're playing me, don't keep it on the low. <laughs> he said, keep it G. Yeah, because my heart can't take it, it anymore. Okay. That was the worst fucking song ever. I'm like, you simp ass motherfucker. Why are you in a goddamn tub? Why do you have your clothes on? So, you know sorry. So, so we're off the rails. We're way off the rails. 
we're talking about the wine. <laughs> we're off the rails. Oh. Are we gonna wrap this part up now? Do you want to? I mean, it feels like a good flow. When we're going <laughs> this is a good flow. It is a great flow. <laughs> I mean, I hope we just don't get down into bad early 90, uh, 90s R&B and 2000 love songs. I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, there's no dark liquor or anything else like that to help us do our quiet and calming storms. No, man, let's not. Let's not go there. Bro. <laughs> You're gonna be in the corner somewhere. Oh God! You know, we got the main point across. People are giving misinformation, and we don't giving out either. wrong information. Where's the wrong Fuck photo? You fans. Fuck you, fan side. With, with the with the wrong photo. I know. Oh <laughs> man, bullshit. So uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I, I feel like I slightly redeemed myself. I mean, there's no redemption, man. We do research. If someone else is wrong, it's not your fault. Yeah. We could have waited the next pod, but this man had to jump on. Yeah, you damn right I had to jump <laughs> so on. Let I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to put this out here. I'm not going to have my name out here wrong in these streets. So his reputation. Yeah. <laughs> Any more than it already is. Oh, I got, M- oh, I got M&M's, y'all. You had M&M's this whole time? Oh, nah. Yeah, the regular M&M's. It's fine, guys. Fuck them out. There's no peanuts in it. Yeah, maybe you like nuts. I don't. I'm sorry. That is a superior M&M. Fat boy to fat boy. This is, this, this is without question. That is the superior M&M. This is the OG. Without it, the second... And that's, and that's fine. Sometimes the OGs are wet. And sometimes they started everything. And just because they started everything, that don't mean it's better than the remix. <laughs> okay, we we, we I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that Jordan was the goat, and in the remixes, LeBron James, that is so much better. Was Jordan a goat, or was everybody sleeping on Kareem? No, I feel like I feel like I feel like there was a I feel like there was a healthy transition there, where everybody had acknowledged that Kareem was great, but at the same point. They had never really seen anything from Jordan in that capacity before. And because of the dominance that he had was there, his individual uh, accolades within themselves and Bro. how driven he was caused other people to love him. When we get to our top of the scene all the time, you already know. I yeah, already Jordan allude- Sturt. Yeah, I already alluded to that. So- yeah. It's LeBron, Kareem, Jordan. I'm yeah. glad that we have this already squared away. I thought you disagree with me. No. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I, I told you, the longer we go throughout history is the more I look at Jordan's era. And I'm one, I understand the individual accomplishments. Yeah. And the one thing that I did want to make out is that don't ever get us wrong. We absolutely love Michael Jordan, the basketball player. Of course. The person... Yeah. <laughs> that was that was not planned. That was not planned at all. And from what he, the fact that the man shot over fifty percent from over his career, taking the volume of shots that he did, and mid range shots. So technically now they'll be bad shots. And you know how much, good of a shooter he was, and much harder because he played a more physical era. Especially at the later part of his career, he didn't have the same level of separation, and you also didn't see his numbers and stuff like that drop down. Where it normally happens with some athletes that are more focused on just pure athleticism. Right. So that's one thing out of there. He's a fantastic player. We just believe that other players are better, and I don't think that has anything. I don't think that should have any negative repercussions on that one. I think that we should be objective enough in order to make 
the case that, hey, you're a great player, but yet you have faults. Which is one of the reasons why, if we when we talk about Kobe's career, mm-hmm. talk about Utah. Mm. Why? Because I feel like, especially in today's day and age, people don't deal with a lot, with a lot of nuance. It's either all somebody's all great and you ignore all the bad, mm. or someone's all bad and you ignore any of the good. There's no way people aren't generally parsing what they are, where it's just like you can be someone that did great good yet also great bad at the same time. Bill Cosby, allegedly. I don't believe the pose. <laughs> That's a whole other thing, man. What was y'all doing, me and a married man in a hotel room? We're getting a podcast on that note. <laughs> I mean, are you sure you want to end it on that note? <laughs> if, I can go higher. I'm ready to die on that mountain. I mean, I could go higher. I could just say it again. Fuck Boston. <laughs> First of all, the flight gate didn't make any sense because of all the misinformation that came out there. And everybody's like, oh, the footballs were deflated. Well, what happens to shit when it's cold? It gets, loses air. Plus, the only other thing I will say about the flight gate, which is the reason why I found it to be so fucked up, is it's not like the Patriots ran out the, it's not like the Patriots beat you by air. They ran the ball on you. They, it was 28-7 to 7 with them running the ball. They're cheating, bro. Running the football? They're cheating, bro. Running the football. Yep. They, they, they cheated those yards. Yep. So it, those guys didn't get ran over. That nope. quarterback didn't get a concussion running into that man's thigh. Nope. He just... Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. Cool. The cheat. The fact that Chris Mortensen got suspended for falsely reporting that 13 out of the 16... Footballs were actually deflated. Listen, man. I'm j- I'm just I'm just saying that if we're gonna look at it as a whole, then let's say it. But I mean, so at the end of the day, the whole three different times your franchises were caught up. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's something questionable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say don't say you're. I'm talking about New England. Okay, I don't want to be associated with that anymore. It just so happens that Robert Kraft uh-huh. was a mentor to the NFL commissioner, and all three of those things go your way. Words of, words of the dark night. You're no longer allowed to believe in coincidences. You're a detective now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't believe I don't believe that. Okay, you know what? You know what? I, I was dead ass about to correct you, but then I realized where you were going with that was the worst Oops. shot ever. No. I was I was dead ass about to correct you. I was like, no, like you should have said rises, but then I was like, okay, it's it's Gordon talking to Robin. Yeah. Because, you know, that just happened to be his name at the end of No, fuck off, Nolan. I hate you in that third act. You know what? Fuck you. Having Bane up in there. And we shall liberate Gordon. <laughs> First of all, I love that part. No, okay. When he came out there to Lil' Kid singing, he's like, oh, please continue. Oh. <laughs> Yo, that's incredible. Heinz Ward just running out, a collapsing field behind him like he couldn't feel that. He didn't decide to run any faster. Well, first of all, if he did, he wasn't looking back. He was keep going. <laughs> first of all, we, look, I don't know about you, but I've been chased by some dudes in my life. Okay. <laughs> I've said the wrong thing in the right crowd, and it just was not... The wrong thing in the right crowd. (laughs) 
it was the right crowd for that reaction. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, it was the right crowd for what happened afterwards. Like, all I'm saying is, like, you get that feeling on the back of your neck. <laughs> oh, shit, they closer. Like, you would feel that the ground is collapsing beneath you. And it's so, like, we don't talk about the fact that all those football players died, right? I mean, does it matter? Bat- I, Batman won. Nobody poured one out for the football players. We all felt all bad for the cops. We How did. every cop going to sue? Oh, first of all, I don't know if I felt bad for the cops. I felt bad for the cops. I was there for Batman and for Bane and for Anne Hathaway. Where's the Hathaway in that bodysuit. That's what I was there for. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Marissa Tate? Uh, the actress. Tanya Agul? Yeah. What about her? It was the worst fucking death I've ever seen. Yeah, I was kind of trash. Yeah. What do you mean, kind of? That's kind of She was like, wait, uh, 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 where's your acting? Well, here's the thing. This is what I thought. The acting was so bad, I was just like, oh, they're setting it up for her to come back. No. No. (laughs) I mean, if Nolan somehow does it, and it's the fourth one, and then all of a sudden you see Damon, you go like, oh, so he really was smashing boxes, huh? All right. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, we're officially done. We gotta wrap up. Yeah, Yeah. we definitely gotta wrap. Uh, All right, so... This is the amendment to the 945 podcast. <laughs> uh, this definitely will be on there as a special feature. Anytime we fuck up thoroughly and we realize it during the course and of the by pod. We, he means he. First of all, I said we. We're a team. How dare you? I'm not going to be fucking up. How dare you? We're a team. So. I know Sham God is not Mabdul Rauf without anybody. And guess what? Him. I know it now, too. <laughs> Shit, we learn something new every day, okay? <laughs> you know what? Okay. We're going to have to play some trust falls. We're going to have to get back to the core of where we are again. I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little hurt right now, okay? All right, <laughs> anyway, until next week, uh, we'll be talking about the top 15 centers of all week. Do you want to try and... You said of all week. It's of all time. I mean... Unless time. you want to do top 15 centers of all week. I don't know if you watch high school basketball, but... I mean, I was just going to include the top 15 centers in the league. Kind of like, this is it for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jokic. That, that boy, that boy sleepy. <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's on my list. Oh, wait, all, all time? Well, I mean, if we're making a caveat the way how you did it, then yeah, we're talking about future potential? Then sure, he'll make my list. Hey, you want to, Jokic. I guess we'll see. I mean, I have my list done he's, already. He's, he's already. You know. I have part of it done. I think I'm up to seven I, solid. I got, I got the whole list done, so you know. I mean, that's good. Kudos for you. You're the kid that turned in your homework. Nice. I'm actually not the kid that turned in his homework. Which, which is, is actually saying a lot as to why you're this far ahead. Exactly. Because I saved up all my energy. They thought that I was a bad student, but really, I knew that later on in life that I would need to need this energy. That I saved it up. I really wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is legit one of those nigga please face. <laughs> like, like, so you just chose to be bad in school, so you could be good on a podcast later on in life. Like okay, like, I saw the future. Uh huh. Okay. Is it? You could have been great in school and I great on this. a podcast. No, nah, that don't work like that. How does it not work like that? Life is about balance and duality. It can't be all good. Something got to be bad. I mean, well, okay. Hmm? I was yeah, gonna. Yeah. I was gonna Light say dark. I've been Light always black. I've always been good at get this. <laughs> it's I think the I don't think this needs to go for debate. It's clearly Dominican. <laughs> In terms of what? Women. Hmm. 
Yes. Guess what? You know who's one of the baddest Dominicans on the planet? Who? Aisha. Who is Aisha? Diaz. This man throwing on Instagram. I don't know. You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> she is one of the most gorgeous women Wait, in the world. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're you still recording. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, until next week, guys. <laughs>